Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Get out there, which is pretty impressive and pretty amazing as well. And and what are you doing for work? Do you mind me asking? I was a, a lighting en- an engineer for a lighting company there. I'm in college as well, so I've left there. I left there about a month ago, I think, a month or two ago. So um, just to focus on college full time, you know. And has that moved online then because of the pandemic situation? Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's all online Genius. now at the moment. So I don't know exactly how it's going to turn out. We haven't exactly been. 100% clear on what's You'll be logging into a Zoom call from a beach somewhere in Spain and the rest of them will be like stuck in Dublin. You'll be like, hey, what's going on? Just uh, sleeping sleeping in the caddy here. But uh, listen, very best to look at it. I think it's a genius idea and so many people would love to be able to you know, do what you've done. And the fact that it's cost a fraction of what I think most people would envisage, envisage, envisage whatever that word is, <laughs> it costing, uh, means it's probably a hell of a lot of a, a closer, closer goal or dream for a hell of a lot of people. So uh, if you have not seen it, I highly recommend you check out his Instagram page where he's documenting everything. You can see the inside of the van before it was done up and now it afterwards. And I'm sure you'll be documenting it as soon as you go around as well and giving people an insight into what's life like living in the back of a van. It's carls.caddy on Instagram. Go and check it out. Give the guy a bit of support and uh, you can live your dreams through him for the next while anyway. But listen, Carl, thanks a million for popping on FM 104 this evening. Thanks for having us on. Uh, we'll definitely chat, catch up with you soon when you're travelling around the place. Uh, still to come, nudist travel bloggers will be on the show very shortly and a, a couple more of your messages we'll read out if you have sent them in regarding uh, if you could only go on one holiday ever again and money was no object, where would you go? What would you do? Let us know. 87 9714 We'll be back with music from Shane Codd, Dermot Kennedy next on FM 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Cormac and Sergio here on Room 104 still to come you'll be hearing from some naked travel bloggers they are nudist naturists into social nudity which is apparently completely different to the nudity that's in your head at the moment you filth bag (laughs) it's completely fine to be without your clothes anyway there's a lot of destinations around the world that are nudist friendly and this couple Nick and Lena have set up a uh, travel blog. The travel blog is giving you advice if you would ever like to dip into the world of naked travelling. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it sounds great, but it's a little bit uncomfortable for me. You wouldn't do it, no? I don't know. Maybe I would if I was around loads of people that were would naked. Would you ever do the show just completely butt naked? Both of us just there doing a nudie show? Yeah. Would you, though? I would, yeah. I don't, I'm not embarrassed by being naked. I just find it uncomfortable that people would be staring at you. You know, think a lot of yourself, do you? No, but people stare because you're naked and they're like, oh, I wonder what her... 
No, you do it in the gym. <laughs> don't say you don't look at the guy beside you getting no, changed. No, not anymore. Like, wonder how... No. How he looks. No, not anymore. Well, I do it all the time. So I surely other people are doing did it. Did I do it before? I don't know. You do it. It's just human nature. Again, I remember like we're playing football back in the day and sometimes you'd be in the... the and with the older lads, whatever, it'd be two or three years, and they didn't care. And then you'd be all like, trying to take your boxes off under the <laughs> towel. And they'll be laughing at you, going relax, and you're like, oh, good. But you know the way you look at someone and you're like, oh, I didn't expect them to have. What? Boobs, what? Boobs like that. Boobs or... that low? Well, right no, down to your knees there, Mary. Fair play to it, you. It could be either way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just interesting. It's just, I'm interested. You're just too nosy. You're not interested. You're I'm just very nosy. nosy yeah. Having a gawk. But surely people are going to look at you as well and judge you. Will they though? Parts. They probably do. I think the more the more nervous you are about that as well, the more tension you'll bring onto yourself. Like if you're panicking. Oh yeah, like, like I'd never doing? be like that now. You saunter around. Some lads just, do you know what I saw, right? A, in the gym a couple of weeks ago, a 70 year old man, I'm saying 70, he was in around 70, right? And <laughs> he was half dressed and he was in the mirror fixing his hair no. for ages but he was half dressed just the top half oh god so he was standing there with a shirt on a jumper fixing his and hair nothing nothing else but he's looking at himself yeah he was just fixing his hair combing his hair and the hair dryer in the mirror and I was like oh, fair geez. play to you lad I, like, I hope he doesn't forget now to put his pants on and go <laughs> sauntering outside going oh Jesus me like I don't understand boxers. if he had to do the way around yeah that, that usually that that, that's what sense. kind of caught my eye I was like oh he's mixing things up maybe he's doing it to keep himself I'll keep himself a little bit proactive and maybe he wants you all to look maybe he's covered the top half so he's like now you can yeah. only look at this now we call him No Pants Paul in the gym yes he just comes back and does that anyway those uh, naked travel bloggers will be on very very shortly we were uh, we are we are still doing a bit of a travel theme this evening uh, because because I want to believe that we'll get away no I don't want to believe that we'll get away the, the question we were asking a little bit earlier on is let's say you could only go on one holiday you only had one more holiday left for the rest of your life because of crazy restrictions in the world just got extra insane in 2021 where the government and the World Health Organization and everyone else came out and said you can have one more holiday but that's it then holidays are gone forever. Sorry I'm not crying I have something in my eye. <laughs> it would be very emotional. It would be. Sad it, it is. It's a sad time that you know this is all in the future we hope but we don't even know if that's the case. But in our dreams, where do I want to go? I mean, you've all given me great examples of places that I should go and visit. By the way, by, by the way, by the way, Madeira, the cake, is actually Portugal. It's not Spain, so after all. Madeira is ruled by Portugal. Thanks for sending that in. It's in the, yeah. in the middle of the Atlantic. Mm. It's ruled by Portugal. Didn't know that. Uh, well, listen, if you could only ever go on one holiday ever again, you'd one final holiday to go on next year and money was not an option. I'm laughing at this because I just... I, I can't. Who's this from? Uh, this is from Dermot. Uh, Dermot has come in to say anywhere in the world he could go, he would go to uh, Scaries for me and then Balbriggan. Well, Dermot, in fairness, there's lovely ice cream and wings in Scary. You have Blue Bar and you have, is it Storm in a Teacup in Scaries? I don't think I've ever been to Scaries. Oh, what? <laughs> I don't think so. Saoirse, come on now. Lovely little seaside town. Loads of nice bars out in the front. The only one I've ever been to has been uh, Blue Bar for their wings, which are insane. And then... I've had their wings, but delivered. There's a beach in Balbriggan. There you go. Never been. Yes, I know. I must go. What's the name of the nightclub in Balbriggan, by the way? I don't even know if it's still there. I think it's one of those old school, legendary local nightclubs. Oh, really? Can't remember the name of it. Um, I've never been there. My mates were there once. Uh, ruled by Portugal, right? I would go to hell where all my friends would be. I comes in from Francis. Jesus, not, now. Not a bad spot. Why are they in hell? Oh, they were. What did they get up to? Yeah, not a bad place. Last holiday, take us straight to hell. 
Oh, um, Benidorm is coming in a lot. I've never been to Benidorm. I've seen the TV show though a few times. Gar, come on now. Would you not pick somewhere else yeah, as like, opposed to on. Benidorm? Gar, come on now. Although, I've, yeah, as, likewise, I've never been to Benidorm. So maybe we're missing out on the absolute crack. Well, do you know what? A few people have also messaged in saying Ibiza. Now, Ibiza to me was always party, party central. Mm, and yeah. it's, that's not my vibe. I haven't even been to a gig before. Like, I wasn't going to go to Ibiza. But suddenly, out of nowhere, I heard loads of posh people go there and it's meant to be all upper class. That's you know, probably there. a different part of all places are like that, aren't ah, they? Ah, they're not though, are they? But I beat the... It's meant to be real pretentious now. Is it? Well, the parts that I see on Instagram, everyone's going, I'm going to beat that. And I thought, oh, they're all going to drink out of a fishbowl, but they're not. <laughs> they're going out to have like caviar yeah. out of a normal dining plate somewhere. I'm like, that's not what I expected to beat it. I beat would go be a good shout if you went to the club part as opposed to the fancy posh part. Yeah. Um, First class. I would take a first class round trip. First class round the world trip with family, of course. I hate being away from them. To add con, I won't read that. Uh, first class trip mean? around the world. Like, are you sitting beside your husband or wife there? You're like a family. I have to take them. You don't. It's your last you holiday ever. Go, go, go wild. Go, go wild. mental. Go on your own. Actually, I'd never go anywhere on my own. I hate being on my own. Mm-hmm. Oshin, thanks for sending in the picture of the Sam. Is that a real ad? I want to know. AIG ad. This is Sam. Sam stays in Dublin. Be like Sam and it's a picture of the That's Sam McGuire in Crow Park. That's a great, great ad if it is real. Great ad indeed, yeah. Uh, the cruise is the best thing you can go on. They are I absolutely heard brilliant. Anyone who's gone on a cruise says they are the best. I still haven't gone and the idea is claustrophobic to me, but apparently it's mm. beautiful. Uh, hi guys. Hi Eno. How are you? Hi Eno. Yeah. Uh, Benidorm or Blackpool for your last holiday ever? I've never been to Blackpool actually. No. I would go interrailing around Europe. Oh, I went interrailing. It's great. Oh, crack. did you? Yeah, I did. I did. It was great. Mates of mine did. It sounded like absolutely brilliant crack. But yeah. you always lose a mate in a city somewhere. They never make the train, yeah. and if they meet you in the next country, they're like, "Where are yeah. you?" We're like, "We're we're in France now." I got eaten alive actually in Croatia by mosquito bites. <laughs> oh my god, they're horrible. Yeah, Ben said Dingle because he thinks he's from Kerry. Now I have heard brilliant things about Dingle. Have never been. No. What's in Dingle again? What's the, the famous animal? Fungi? Fungi, isn't it? Is that it? in Dingle? I think that's in Dingle, yeah. Um, I've never been. There's a couple of good festivals down there. Is the Jazz Festival in Dingle? We're getting that mixed up. There's definitely a good festival down in Dingle. Uh, he thinks he's from Kerry. Uh, ben is on from Kerry. Fungi is in is in Single. Oh, Fungi's single, according to Megan. <laughs> fungi? <laughs> you literally wrote Fungi is in Single. Is that uh, is in Single? Maybe you're saying it in an English accent. Yeah. Oh, loads coming in here now. Uh, last holiday ever. You only had one holiday left for the rest of your life because of restrictions in life just getting extra mental. Where would you go if money was not an object? Megan's going to interrailing and Ben is going to dingle. And that'll be an awkward conversation you guys have to have next year. But sure, look. Look, you can go separately. It's fine. <laughs> no one said you need to be and do everything together okay? there you go yeah it's your last holiday ever go absolutely nuts uh, good evening Matthew how are you uh, I'll go to South Africa it's an amazing country with great people yes I heard that I've lot never of, been a lot of vineyards as well loads of vineyards yeah wouldn't be a bad show yeah. Jay good evening the name of the nightclub in Balbriggan is The Home is it was it always called The Home Jay there you go now do 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 I would like to go to the Caribbean the Caribbean islands oh Jonathan yes now maybe we'll say it like we're actually posh the Caribbean I'd like to go to the Caribbean, Jonathan. Who when you says get there, the Caribbean? Posh no people who with too much money say the Caribbean. So, Jonathan, if you ever get there, make sure you say, oh yeah, I just did two weeks in the Caribbean. Yeah, I'm, I'm in finance and I go to the Caribbean. Oh, God. Yeah. 
He's not from Kerry. He's a dub trader for clarification. Oh, oh, oh my God. God, it's getting serious. Ben, we're going to have to add Ben to the list of enemies. Wow. God, ben. Okay, we're just after getting a message in saying don't go on a cruise. It is claustrophobic. Rubbish food too. Now, I'm sure not all cruises have rubbish food. So uh, you are gonna you can go on like five star cruises. The Derma, what cruise are you going on? Yeah. Like, is this just like one of the ships that takes you around Hout Head or <laughs> yeah. Ball Island? Uh, Brian. Oh, you'd like to go there now. I think I would. Somewhere freezing. Guys, it's got to be Iceland in the winter or the Ice Hotel in Norway. Oh my God, that is yes. my worst nightmare. That is my dream. I never want to go either of those places. Guys, it's got to, yeah, I think I'd, I, Iceland. I think I'd love to go somewhere absolutely freezing. See the Northern Lights maybe in the top no. of Norway. Yeah. No way. Mm. Give me somewhere that has heat 24-7. That's beaming in at like four in the morning. I love this for Michelle. Learning so much about Saoirse this never evening. Even. Never, never been to Scaries. Never even been to a gig. Such a sheltered <laughs> life. I know. I know. Do you I know what though? My parents just never took me anywhere. They had five kids. A day out was going to my granny's up the road. She was just left out. Literally. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Sorry, Megan's just sent us in a picture of... A crest. She's wearing a Kerry jersey or Kerry top. Oh, sorry, she is. And she says, if Ben, who is a Dublin trader and has defected to Kerry, said, if he's an enemy, I'm an enemy. To the tune of If You're a Bird, I'm a Bird from The Notebook. What? I don't understand that. To the tune of If You're a Bird, is that a quote from the movie or is there a song If You're a Bird, I'm a Bird from The Notebook? It's oh, quote. it's a quote. I have seen that. One of those memes, those real cheesy. So it's If He's an Enemy, I'm an Enemy. Yeah. Is that the right way of saying it? Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, um, with our travel te- themed Travel themed show. Say that quickly, you'll get caught a little bit. Travel themed. Travel themed. Travel themed show. If you, if you only had one final holiday left, money was no object, where would you go? Do let us know. 087 67 97104. Dermot Kent. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. 
Numbered Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 with Play Blue. You can visit our flagship store in Tala or get free delivery at playblue.ie. On the way now in the next few minutes for you, travel bloggers who travel the world uh, naked. They're nudist, naturist travel bloggers. I mean, would you do it? I don't think I was going to say I don't think I have the balls for it <laughs> my oh, balls are do. too embarrassing and small it's just like no I couldn't actually do it I, I no I think I think herself like it's a big tanning issue for women isn't it because you hate tan lines you don't like having triangular white patches on your boobs and lines on your back and they just you, you like going and just letting it all hang out and going to a place where you're not going to be shamed you're not going to have like an Irish mother coming over with some holy water going the body of Christ compels you if you get your nipples out on a beach here well I mean being Irish and all that uh, you get your spray tan done before you go on holiday so you're tanned anyway I don't get a tan I literally yeah. do not tan my skin is it goes white and then it goes blue and then it goes red and then it goes back white Yeah, it just doesn't tan if it so. goes blue you should definitely oh yeah I've been meaning to go to a doctor yeah. for a long time um, a for that. Mm. Uh, well listen they'll be on to tell you um, how they got into nudist travelling and why you should too and maybe why life is better as a nudist traveller than it is like us with our disgusting clothes on hiding it all together uh, Eno has said uh, if he could if he only had one holiday to go on for the rest of his life I'd go to Jamaica now I haven't been to Scaries but I've been to Jamaica have you been I went to Jamaica once yeah when I was 16 I think I was um, now in saying that it was quite dangerous yeah I do remember them saying it is not safe to be wandering around the streets stay in your resorty place that you're at uh, we're only there for a few days Beautiful. Still not been to Scaries though. People were lovely. Haven't been to Scaries. Nope. Um, Megan and Ben. So cringe I know. Good night for me guys as I have to pretend to be an adult tomorrow and go to college. Hang on, hang on, hang on. The only thing you have to do while you're in college is miss a lecture. No, you don't even have to get out of bed anymore. You don't have to go anywhere. Oh yeah, Megan. Clearly, you just have to put the thing on. The laptop on, log in and then you're done. Yeah, and don't even turn the, the camera on. A mate of mine has a program he downloaded because his workplace that he's in are very, um, how would you say this? Autocratic, very uh, controlling, yeah. They want to make sure everyone's at their desk working. Oh, yeah. So if your mouse mm. stops for any... Oh, no. If you're, Not even your mouse. Mouse or keyboard activity yeah. stops for a while. Uh, your manager gets an alert. And they'll ring you and go, why don't you at your computer? So oh. if it's for longer than a few minutes, so they have to, you know, they know whether you're at home working or not. But he downloaded this little program that just keeps moving the mouse around no. the screen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a genius idea. So he's away just playing, he's playing Call of Duty, Red Dead Redemption, and just the mouse on the computer is still going. <laughs> so, oh yeah, Connor's working away. He's some lad, isn't he? Fair play to him. Be, be like oh, Connor now. He works God. all the time, 24 hours a day. Just but yeah. I was thinking that maybe you could just every few minutes if you're, you know, in the sitting room watching TV, yeah. pause it and just move the mouse and then run back in. Yeah. You know, but that's a much better way to do it. Uh, yeah, it definitely is. So, uh, good night. Good night, Megan and Ben. You just need to skip your lectures. You don't need to come on. No. You don't need to go to your lectures. It's the best thing. And it's always the way, isn't it? Especially if you're starting back college now, everyone's like, I'm going to go to all my lectures this week. Yeah. yeah. Golden week. And then literally two days in, you're like, ah, I'm going to skip that one. Sorry still September. It going to skip that one so don't worry about it and I would be convinced myself now that they are clearly not going to mark you harder in your exams because of the pandemic so oh, I'd be no. like they're, they're, they're not going to be harsh now come on we're studying from home now they'll give yeah. us a little bit of leeway so don't be failing anyone so Listen. you get to stay in your pyjamas and you don't have to do much work yeah it's grand the dream
the absolute dream. Listen, uh, best luck. Uh, yeah, listen, we must move on anyway because we're going to be chatting to them from the nakedwanderings.com if you want to ch- check out the website. It's not filth now, by the way. This is social nudity, different to like a swinging resort yeah. or in pervy like that. This is just people who are naturists who want to shed their clothes and be one with nature in the absolute nip. That's on the way next. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. I mean, it's a slight travelly themed show here this evening now tonight. And I know currently in the middle of uh, somewhat increased restrictions in Dublin and, you know, you're being advised not to go anywhere, really. Um, travel can seem like a distant memory and we'll never get back to it. But we will. And listen, maybe this whole lockdown has encouraged you and might get you to be a bit more adventurous in the future. And uh, she came across this couple a little bit earlier on today and we said we had to get them on because they're just, I, well, I'd say they're your average couple. They've been going out. I don't even know if they're married, but we'll find all this out in a second. But they travel the world together. Who doesn't want to travel the world together? But they take it one little more step further and they travel the world completely naked. And uh, they've been documenting this on their Instagram. They've been documenting this online and they're naturists and they go and they travel all over the world. Oh, naturel. And to talk a little bit more about this, uh, uh, Nick and Lynn's who do this and who travel on natural join us on the line. Nick and Linz, how are, how are things, guys? How are you? Hi. Hi. <laughs> we are good, thank you. Now, listen, uh, before we go anywhere, are both of you wearing clothes right now or are we still au natural? <laughs> we are still au natural. <laughs> Amazing. I love yes, that. The weather is still very good in Belgium, so why do we need to wear clothes? <laughs> I love this idea. So, are you guys together a long time? Are you married? Uh, we are not married, but we've been together for twelve years now. Yeah, something so like that. Quite yeah. a long time. Okay. And when did you decide that you were going to a go traveling and b go naked traveling? Uh, traveling has always been a passion of us, um, even before we were together. So we've been traveling a lot before we were nature, and I think. Seven years ago, we did a big trip around the world, no, around South America uh, for one year. And we just decided, okay, this was not a once in a lifetime thing. And then we rolled into naturism about four years ago, I think. Yeah, yeah a, bit, a bit later. Yeah, yeah, four, four two years ago. Um, and then we just, yeah, um, combined the two, uh, naturism and traveling. So, yeah. It's a, it's a very, very specific niche, and I'm sure that served you well over the last while. But for someone listening who mightn't have any idea about what exactly natureism is, uh, how would you describe it? It's basically the same. We do the same things everybody else does, except that we, most of the time, we don't wear any clothes. And uh, naturism, there are specific resorts, uh, which is it's social nudity. It has nothing to do with sex. It's nothing extreme. It's just people doing regular things in the nude. It's more fun, basically. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> not more fun. Uh, well, yeah, but is is there um? What's the reasoning behind it? Is there any ethical or moral concerns, or is it just this is how we are made and born, and let's just lose the clothes? Different perceptions and uh, different naturists uh, are in enjoy naturism for different reasons. For us, it's a lot about the comfort. So easy not to have to think about wearing clothes, mm-hmm. not to have wear, not to have to wear clothes when it's 38, 40 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. When we, we camp a lot, uh, you know, the showers in a, a campgrounds they are horrible. Your clothes are always falling on the floor. We don't have that problem anymore. But Most that, of the time, we can also uh, shower outside. Yeah, because uh, shower outside. Yeah. 
but that's also it's a it's a respect kind of thing. Uh, you embrace your vulnerability and everybody else's, and we expect we respect each other for that. So it's great for body confidence. Great to feel good about yourself. Yeah, I, I mean, I I get it, but I think we have grown up. Obviously, even if I was going to the gym and getting changed afterwards, you know, I'd go into a cubicle and get changed there, so I'm not exposing myself in front of anybody, just because. It's what I've grown up thinking that people shouldn't be getting their boobs out on show or their Mm -hmm. bum. So how do you deal with people staring at you or maybe people that wouldn't be into this? Actually, it it doesn't really happen. No, people don't stare, to be honest. The weirdest thing, when we tried naturism for the first time, that was our our biggest concern. Like, everybody's going to look at us. How will we act? Because it's it's a natural thought when... If we would see somebody naked, we would look at them. And that's exactly what happened. We were looking at everybody and nobody was looking back at us. Because they, they, they already, you have to imagine like now, we've been naturists for quite some time. We have seen thousands of people naked. You really have to look very impressive for us to be surprised. <laughs> it's funny as well, because what Saoirse said, and I think what you probably mentioned there as well, is that the nervousness, I, I don't think I could ever do something like this. And on top of that, even if I decided that I was okay with this, I'm not sure my other half would like me in the company of a lot of other naked women. Um, so was there mm-hmm. ever anything with regards to, is jealousy ever an issue? Or you know, how do you manage that? Jealousy is... Not an issue in the naturist world. Um, it's it's hard to hard to explain, but there is none um, because you talk to the person and you don't talk to the to the body to to say it like that. Like like when you talk to somebody or when you see somebody, you just want to have a conversation with the person and 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 look into those person's eyes, and you don't look at all the rest. So jealousy is not a part of it as well. It's also part of the non-sexual aspect of uh, yeah. of naturism. When you recognize nudity just as a form of clothing and not a not as something sexual, the the jealousy part just feels very very crazy. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense no. anymore. But then I guess staying on that line of thinking. Um, you know, obviously you're exposed to each other the whole time, whereas people probably who wear clothes and they're getting intimate, it's the taking off the clothes and seeing parts of the body that they're not exposed to every single day, maybe, or they don't see very often. Do you find mm-hmm. that, you know, you lose a little bit of that fun? I will bounce the question back. If you if you go to a sex shop, what do you see? It's clothes. Okay. So basically, it's the nudity is a, it's not a, big, it's not a big part of the erotic Side of people is basically it's mostly into clothes, mm-hmm. not in nudity. I suppose you're right when you think of it. Clothes are designed to accentuate and complement and, and uh, improve certain aspects of it, maybe enhance certain aspects of, of your figure. So mm-hmm. um, I, I can appreciate what you're saying there as well. I suppose it's just so foreign, and especially in this <laughs> in this traditionally Irish Catholic country yeah. where bodies yeah. have been shamed <laughs> for years. It's like yeah. no, no, don't don't put away those boobs and bums now and get yourself to a mm-hmm. nunnery and we'll sort this out. But yeah. what have you? You say it yourself. It's a society thing. Um, it's society that that um, that puts us in that position. Like um, a bum is something sexual, a boob is something sexual. But if you are in that nature's community, there's nothing sexual about it. Um, and and society is a, a big role in that game. Um, not a good role, to be honest. But yeah, it's um. there. <laughs> 
I'd imagine your luggage is incredibly light then. This would be, I'm just thinking of the benefits of this. Like, I usually have to (laughs) take half of her clothes out in the airport and stuff them into my bag because she's like 12 kilos over. And now it's just like you bring a little... A little handbag, and that's all your clothes for two weeks. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We have we have our backpack is like uh, we have clothes for one week, um, and when we travel around from nature's place to nature's place, I think we can like do laundry every four weeks or every five weeks even. <laughs> <laughs> so it has benefits a lot. <laughs> and do you ever wear clothes? Like, would you ever purposely go, oh, I kind of feel like wearing maybe a nice dress tonight or, you know? Of course. Of course. We don't hate clothes. It's it's not. And also when we travel from one place to another, of course, we have to wear clothes. We It's not our purpose to provocate. Um, and also it's in, in, you have to respect the rules as well. It's not legal in all places. To, to to be naked. So yeah, it's there's a time and a place for for everything. Yes. So the same thing when it gets cold in the evenings. I prefer to wear clothes. There are <laughs> naturists who will try to stay nude as long as as much as possible. We are not like them. No. When it gets cold. We get we dress up. But we have, when we go to a party, we like we like to dress up. We don't have any problems with clothes. But just when it's warm outside and it's sunny, or when you go to a swimming pool, there's really no need to wear clothes it's so much better to be naked mm-hmm. it has no purpose uh, wearing a bathing suit yeah I suppose in in, in different contexts I, w- I wanted to ask you as well like for you and the traveling you've done and the experiences you've had over the last number of years what is the best thing to do naked swimming yeah and scuba diving <laughs> there there are lots of like I mentioned, there are lots of different natures. Some natures really want to do everything possible naked. Others just like to sunbathe naked and to swim naked. But if there's one thing nobody can deny, it's that swimming is just much better without a bathing suit. Yeah, I mean, I've done it before. Yeah. I have jumped into the sea completely naked and it does feel great. Yeah. And you're dry after two seconds. Yeah. Instead of when you're wearing a bathing suit, you're after two hours, it's still wet. So, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of cost benefits here as well now. You don't have to, you know, your bag isn't going to be seven stone heavier because of all the dry or the wet clothes mm-hmm. and the wet swimming togs and everything like that. So, <laughs> no, um, definitely. So, uh, swimming and scuba diving. And uh, you, know, you talk about these uh, nu- nature's nudist resorts that are around there. Like, should, how many of them are there? Because I've never heard of any I don't think there's any here oh no there, there's a nudist, there's beach, a in nudist Dublin. beach yeah there is Sorry, yeah, there's a nudist beach in Dublin but how is there many of them so that you know you could do this for years and not visit the, the same place twice you have a lot of options a lot of nature as far as, as far as we know there are about between 1500 and 2000 nature resorts in the world and they are spread over all the continents I don't think that there's any in Ireland but there are sure some clubs which have their private uh, the, the private property, but it's only for the, during for the days for activities. I don't think they have overnight options. But you do have a nude beach. That's mm-hmm. something we know about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there definitely is. Is it out in Sandy Cove? Or, I can't remember. I think where it's it Sandy is. Cove. Yeah, it's it's, it's um, down that way. So where's the best place then to go? So it's such <laughs> a hard question because there's yeah. there's so many great places. And it really depends on what you want and what you like as well. Personally, we love Mexico a lot. Mm-hmm. But here in Europe, France is still 
Rebecca. The queen of yeah. uh, naturism. There are more than 250 naturist resorts in France. There are amazing nude beaches. There, you have the choice between everything. There are huge resorts that cater to 2,000, 3,000 people, uh, maybe 5,000 people a day. Mm-hmm. There are the really small ones that have 25 camping spots or so. There are bed and breakfasts. There are hotels. There's you have all-inclusive. You have um, cruises around the world as well. A lot of opportunities, a lot of options. Oh, that's cool. So when you know when you're in these dedicated nudist resorts, what's the vibe like? What's the you know because obviously everyone knows everyone there is obviously naked and doing this for similar reasons. But imagine it's a, it's a very much more welcoming environment than going to a, a stereotypical kind of package holiday resort down in Spain somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's more, normally it's much more relaxed and uh, it's more social than any any other kind of uh, holiday. And that's mostly because everybody has a common ground. We all enjoy naturism. So it's easy to, to meet new people. You always have something to talk about. You just talk about nature and how about other nature places you visited. And it's it's easy to meet new people. And just to give an example, when you, when you pass by somebody in a naturist resort, we always say hi or just not, or say, good morning, good evening, just a friendly hello. And that is, for me, a big difference with with the with the other resorts or other campsites. If, if there's someone listening now that obviously would like to try this out, might be a little bit nervous and they don't know where they should go or where to start, what would you advise them? There's an amazing website called NakedWandering.com. <laughs> <laughs> with a lot of tips and tricks. <laughs> no, I think I think the best advice that we can give people is do your research before you go to a place. Um, because it's very important that you know in what kind of uh, place you will, will will end up. There, yeah. there are diff- there are so many different types of places. That some people like the really big places where they can be more or less anonymous. Others like the really small places where everybody knows everybody and you make friends very easily. Some like luxury, like, like more expensive places. Some like the, the places that are deep in the woods where you still more or less shower in a in a river. There are so many options. Mm-hmm. It's the same as with uh, with clothes traveling. So it's important to do your research. Mm-hmm. Your research. Not every nature's place is the same. Okay, Good advice and like most traveling. So if you're listening and you would like to go and take your clothes off, don't just do that right now and stroll down, you know, the the city center in Dublin. You gotta do your research, <laughs> no. figure out where the best places to go and and do because um it, the guys have got this fantastic website which has uh, destinations, it has tourist guides, it has help, mm-hmm. it has resources. If you check out Naked Wanderings dot com and that'll answer all your questions and give you an insight into um, the world of naturism and traveling the way that the guys do but um, the last question before we let you go I know you run an Instagram account as well uh, Mm -hmm. documenting all the traveling that you're doing did you ever get in trouble from Instagram because sometimes they don't like nudity on their platform have you ever had any posts taken down or oh yes yes (laughs) Instagram doesn't like us very much (laughs) no it's yeah no, this is our, our second account that we have. Our first account was taken down, um, I think, about a year ago. But, yeah, the thing is, I like the platform. We like the platform. Yeah. And people also like the platform. But, yeah, just if you look at our feed, 
you will see that our, our pic- there, there is nothing to see and still you see that we are naked. So we are living by the rules of Instagram. We don't like the rules, but we are following them. It yeah. is what it is. And we, and we just hope they don't take us off again. Yeah. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Uh, Fingers crossed indeed, but at Nick and Linz, who run the NakedWanderings.com website, who are nature's travel bloggers, they definitely go check them out. N underscore wanderings if you want to check out their current Instagram account before mm-hmm. maybe the Instagram overlords take it down again. We Hopefully hopefully they won't, and, and it's job done. Happy days. But um, Nick and Linz, thanks a million for popping on FM 104 this evening, and very best of luck with your, your future naked travels. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Uh, see you now, bye. But and listen, if uh, if this would be something you'd be interested in doing, listen, let us know. Would you be that adventurous? Do a bit of nudie traveling. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Joel Curry. FM one hundred four is Room one hundred four podcast with Cormac Moore and Sersha Long. Cormac and Sersha here on Room one hundred four. Uh, if you've just tuned in, we were just talking to our nudist travellers, um, Nick and Linz. They run a website nakedwanderings.com they're, they're nudists they're naturists they like to go places where everyone could be naked all of the time yeah I mean again listening to them they've kind of changed my tune slightly I would be up for going to a nudist beach somewhere um, also as well I asked them at the start like were they, were they in the nip talking to us Did they were see the, the, they posted an image on their Twitter and Instagram um, in the nip they did, Talking yeah. Talking to us. Yeah. So you can check out their Instagrams if you want and their website. Uh, Keith has said, Cormac, if I was hung like a donkey, I would gladly walk around in the Todd on a beach like See, that. See, this is the thing. Lads think you need to have a giant wang. You don't. It can only go up so far. Thickness is much more important. The volume, okay? The volume and girth as opposed to the length, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, always a problem. Wrinkly nudes, always <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I don't know who you're referring to. I would be, I can imagine, right, being on a nudist beach or being in, in a nudist resort where everyone's walking around in the nip, right, for the first time and trying so hard not to not look at their private parts, but trying so hard to not even accidentally look. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because you know what I mean? Sometimes you wouldn't be thinking, you're just looking around the place and you might see a, a, a boob or you might see a William. Like, oh my God. Do you ever just, be- just stare at someone's either boobs or. No, I would never do that. My God, that's so offensive. But you don't even know you're doing it. No. You're just staring there. That's never happened. I do it all the time. I'm never going to your gym. So she's staring in the corner going. (sighs) But you don't realise I'm usually level to that. Heightwise. Are the women on top of each other in your gym? No, but I said I'm level when I'm talking to a man. Like, I'm talking to you. It's there in front of me. You're just talking to a penis. Yeah. Up here, love. Sorry about that now. Um, no, I'd just be so over, over be so like, oh, I hope I don't offend anyone or look at something I shouldn't look that you'd be so on edge all the time you couldn't relax. Uh. I think if everyone is naked though, like they said, no one is looking at you, they're looking around, they're looking at themselves, no one cares. You know, you're all, but see, then I kind of think, are people doing it sporadically just to check people out? Do you know what I mean? They're not actual nudist people that yeah. spend their lives doing this. They're like, on this Friday, I want to see a little bit of. Are you, you know what? Yeah. Oh, like, is there a dirty old pervert going down who claims Absolutely. he's a nudist? He doesn't mind because he's a shameless scumbag. Yes. And he's just going and perving on everyone. Perving on there everyone. has to be at least of one or two of those. There is, yeah. yeah. There is, isn't there? Yeah. God wants it in full HD and doesn't want to pay for it, so no. goes out to um goes to a nudist beach and <laughs> hopes to see some more than. A boob. Oh, God. Peter said, there are two in Dublin. This is in relation to nudist beaches with, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, 
Cor- Corballus Beach, Corballus Bay Beach, or is it Corbalus? Cor- I'm going to say. I'm looking at it. Corballus Bay, Bay Beach. I've definitely heard the word before. I haven't. Have you not? Where is this? I know Corbally. In Dublin. Uh, Where the hell is that? Uh, Corbally Beach Bay being the other one, I believe, and I think the other one we mentioned was it was Sandy. It's somewhere Cove. in Sandy Cove, yeah. Designated officially nude beach, though. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how many people go. Yeah, I wonder. Not, not obviously this week and the weather's been a little bit bad, but I mean, I'm sure no, a lot it's of people... it's been grand, I told you. I t- again, you're, nice you're in a little, I don't know... I'm in a bubble of happiness. Equatorial bubble out there where you're just having sun 24-7. Yeah. Um, right, okay, yeah. Listen, if it would be up for you, let us know. But that was Nick and Linz from the nudie, nudist, I should say, nudist travel. Bloggers, they have a website. You can just find them on uh, F104's Instagram now as well if you want to check it out. And if you're thinking of doing some nudie traveling in the future when we all get back to normal, happy days. On the way next, we didn't get to this earlier on, but we must do it because it is Wednesday. It's giving you the opportunity to nominate the stupidest people you've come across in the last, let's say, the last seven days. Yeah, I mean, it's always a nice part of the show. You can kind of vent yeah. about anyone you've come across that is brainless yeah it's the Darwin Awards so if you've seen anyone or anything that was just mind-numbingly stupid where you're like wow well that was thick that was pretty dumb 0876797104 the Darwin Awards are next here on Room 104 FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon Bracken song from Shane Codd 23 year old Dublin DJ slash producer it's called uh Get Out of My Head go follow him on the usual uh, podcast platforms but a very old school I want to say late 90s, early 2000s dance vibe to that. I'm loving it. Get that piano out, lads. Yeah. Brilliant. Love that. Uh, okay. Drew one of four to Cormac and Saoirse here. Now it is time for... Time for the Darwin Awards. But we need to make sure we press the right button. Which is this one. Room 104's control... No, this one. And now... The Darwin Awards dun, on Room 104. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, this is where we honour and recognise stupid. Yeah. I usually nominate myself during this part, but I'm going to leave myself aside tonight I'm because I have two contenders. Oh, brilliant. Like, I could nominate myself this week for setting the lawnmower on fire. Yes, actually. Can we actually put you forward this oh, week? That's fine. Yeah, I'll put myself forward. I set the lawnmower on fire on Monday. I had my headphones on while I was doing the grass. Didn't realise that the blades were completely jammed underneath, but kept on the button and then the motor belt thing broke and then the lawnmower went on fire. Hang your head in shame. I will, I'm it's sorry. It's embarrassing. I know, I know, I know. Right, so you're first up. Um, also, I don't know if you saw the guy that ordered a large sleeping bag on Amazon. No. So we ordered that and it arrived and it was large. Got great reviews, by the way. Um, he weighs 25 stone and he wrote a very angry review because it wouldn't zip up. He couldn't actually fit into it because he's actually extra, extra large as uh, opposed to just extra large uh, I so didn't know sleeping bags had si- sizes yeah they do oh. uh, and he's giving out because it doesn't fit him even though he's the guy that's 25 stone and it wasn't his size yeah fair you know I'm not gonna you just, you just in a normal world you just send that back and it's the wrong exactly, size yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna complain now. to pennies because yeah. the size 8 is too small mm. it's my you own get fault the bigger size. Yeah, yeah I didn't try them on fair enough that's pretty dumb so that's number one. This guy, dear God. So this guy um, on the internet, on Twitter, decided to get a tattoo. Had put up a tweet earlier on in the day. Um, 
he wanted to get a little bit more motivation into his life. So Lovely, yeah. He said that uh, he wants Dream Chaser tattooed on his arm. You know? Motivation to chase his dreams. There you go. I mean, the first problem here is is thinking you should go after your dreams. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. That's 100%. Come on now, man. Goals, we all know that the only thing a goal will do is let you know exactly how and when to feel like a failure. Yeah. So listen, just stop. Definitely don't tattoo it on you. No, no, no. So what went wrong? So he sat there for two hours in the chair, paid $200, and uh, your man tattooed it the wrong way around. What do you mean? He had it, obviously he wanted it to say, when it, he had his arm up like that, mm-hmm. dream chaser. Right. But he had it the other way around. So it was backwards. So when he lifted up his arm. To show someone? <laughs> yeah. yeah, pal. And they're like, what's this? Oh, God. What so the picture idiot. is very funny because it doesn't make any sense. Oh dear. So he knows what he got in his arm, but he obviously got it tattooed so people would see it. Yep. And now it just looks like a mess. So his dreams are crushed. <sighs> He's an that's, that's idiot. That's stupid. Hey, if you've come across anyone dumb, idiotic or stupid, maybe you work with them or live with them, let us know. 0876797104. I haven't even entertained this and I haven't watched it. I'm going to judge this book by its cover because it looks like the most idiotic stupidest thing in the world and you know what maybe I'll be horrifically wrong but if you've opened up your Netflix over the last couple of days you might have seen a new documentary there about a man who befriends an octopus I did not see this I didn't hear about this I don't like octopuses because I don't know where their face is now Netflix has a crap ton of money yeah well I say they have a crap ton of money they have a massive amount of debt they have loads of money that they're just burning away this seems a little bit I'm sure there's far more interesting things out there to explore than a man's emotional journey learning more about himself by befriending uh, an octopus. So I watched the trailer online. Maybe you've seen it. Maybe you think it's a hell of a lot better and maybe it's life-changing, but it just looks like the dumbest documentary ever to have a man. to do- He went swimming with an octopus every day for like a year and apparently that changed his life. Like, is, there, is there not more important issues to be looking into with Netflix money? Or even better things than just... Yeah, I would have said so, but I do think it's probably escapism. We have literally gone into a phase in our lives where we are deluded. And that is delusional. Right, okay, I get that, I get that. And I think that's the problem here. Right, it's like we'll watch anything other than the... There's been 700 cases in the last... Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.